cracking, what's cracking? Welcome to the garage, brought up by the Uvel Writing Society. That's the best damn podcast of 2018. I'm your host, JT, with my wife, Fraser. What's up? And my guy, Reese. What up? Thank you all for joining us. And let me start by saying I'm very thankful that the government is open right now. But I think I am. I have had it with the Donald Trump talk. Are y'all, do y'all got Trump overload, too, or is it just me, like... I feel like we can't afford to have Donald Trump over. I knew somebody you know? was going to say I that. mean, he's our president. We have to be mindful of everything he's doing it at all times. I knew that's what we were going Stay woke. Don't sleep. Okay. Reason. He did say y'all was going to get paid as soon as possible. <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as possible. As soon as human That sounds like somebody who's not about to give you your money. <laughs> right. As soon as, as soon as I get it, you got it, man. That was a funny quote that he said. <laughs> He said, you're going to get paid very fast. Like, <laughs> damn. You can say that more confident. Absolutely no one cool. Y'all going to get y'all money. Don't Somebody's going to pay y'all. Yeah, y'all going to get it. Y'all Yo. going to get it. Or you're going to die and your, <laughs> and your family going to get it first therapist. Hey, how <laughs> silly is that that it's really a hang up on the wall? Like, hey, they're not giving hell. Like, people really digging in. No, because <laughs> Democrats really don't want to see the Trump wall for the rest of their life. Nah. They'll be like, I'm, I'm responsible for the that. The thing is, though, he's going to get some type of something, and he's going to call it a wall. So, I think that's what it's going to come down to, and I'm going to be solid. I can, I can deal with the Trump gate. But he's going to call it a wall. <laughs> Trump gate. <laughs> <laughs> I can deal with that. I can deal with that. I actually dig that. I can't. It's a waste of money. Man, if it's like a meal, you know we got a meal lying away. It's not going to What if he pay for it? And he's going to pay for it. It can't be more than a million (laughs) dollars for like some semen. Yeah. Labor and all that. So way more than a million dollars. Man, I was about to say, you know he be having the plug on the workers. (laughs) (laughs) I I do think it would be cool if they reopened that... uh, that um, GoFundMe and let people pay. The yeah. people who want to pay for it, let them yeah. pay for that. No and then whatever fits in that budget, that's what they can get. Yeah, get the little wire fence going. And then we're gonna, we gonna, we gonna help. We're gonna help. We're gonna help the uh, Mexicans build the uh, tunnels underneath. And that's all. That's what we gonna do. If it's a janky ass wall, then so be it. I like. I love it. I would love it even more. But uh, let's let's segue into the uh, sports. Let's, fuck Trump, like I said. This <laughs> 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 is overload, man. I'm tired of talking about the guy, man. You know what I mean? He's he's your president. I understand. That's your guy. But uh, let's get into the sports. Super Bowl on the horizon. Um, my way too early Super Bowl, I woke up thinking this. Way too... Uh, I probably think about sports a little bit too much if I woke up thinking about this. But I think Robert Woods wins the Super Bowl MVP. Who's your pick? For the Super Bowl MVP? Yeah. You got to go with a quarterback, man. A quarterback? Yeah, for sure. I don't think he's going to be a quarterback this game. I think either Aaron Donald or... or uh, Robert Woods. We all know, even those of us who are not watching the NFL, that if the Patriots win, Tom, Tom Brady. Brady is going to well, win that's the MVP. It. But he's not, they're not going to win. They're not going to win. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not giving my prediction yet. We ain't even doing prediction yet. Matter of fact, speaking of the Super Bowl, let's get the trivia out of the way. <laughs> let's get the trivia out of the way real quick. Let's do it. All right, one, one quick question. There's only one answer to this, so... Y'all have at it. Just do an you text me out in the middle of the day. Was hitting me with some trivia. I guess he's tired of me asking questions. He, he asked me. This is the only one that really, really stumped me. Um, who is the only team to win more than one Super Bowl and to have never lost a Super Bowl? Move, win more than one? And never first. Yep. You get two guesses, Racer. I'm going with Patriots. I'm not gonna tell you yet. Oh, so uh, my guess is our Patriots or and never lost. Never lost, like Levar. <laughs> never lost. Um, so my, I really my, don't think Levar has ever lost. By the way, my guess is the no. Patriots, and my second guess, I guess, would be the Steelers. Steelers, Steelers lost to I can tell you, Steelers lost to the Cowboys. Forty yeah. nine. And you said the first one was Patriots? Patriots lost a game in time. Mm. Patriots lost last year. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Probably wasn't watching it then. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. No, precisely. Uh, you said 49ers. It was just saying it. That's wrong. They were. They actually were for a long time. Uh, Until the team oh, who is. Oh, yeah. man. I don't want to give them too much of that. I don't know. I can't tell you who beat the 49ers. Throw it up. Yeah, go ahead, man. Throw it, throw it up. Whatever. Any, any team. Drawing a blank. Who knows, man? It's a trick question. 
<laughs> Ravens. Uh, oh, you know what? <laughs> I was going to say the Titans. I swear to God, I was going to say the Titans, but I was like, the Titans ain't never won. Right. <laughs> so, so, so the 49ers did have that spot until the Ravens beat them in the Super Bowl. Beat them with, uh, sorry, receiver named Crabtree. And, and they um, do, okay. Dilford so and yeah, okay. Exactly. That makes so. sense. Anyway, so uh, let, 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 let's, uh, let's allow that to take us to the NFL and yes. me, to, me to apologize for picking such bad picks last week. Both of my picks lost. Yeah. Um, I had, yeah, I had uh, I had Saints versus Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Uh, you know what I mean? Obviously, that's not what's happening. <laughs> and that's cool. I'm cool with that. Rams, Rams all the way, LA all the way. Um, shit, man, I just. I, I didn't see the Rams defense stepping up like it did. No, I would, that was play. surprising. I think that's the only defense that made it to the playoffs that could possibly derail the Patriots. So it was good that they went. And then Mahomes, man, I think they got to change that overtime room. I, I got to see Mahomes with the ball in overtime. Like, we get Brady versus Mahomes in overtime. And Mahomes don't touch the ball. I feel cheated. You yeah. know what I mean? I feel I cheated. I feel it. I feel cheated. So, so you want them to go to a college rule? Yeah, fuck it. Isn't the college rule better? Do you not feel like the college rule is better? Fuck no. What? You hate that? Yeah, like that shit is eight overtimes. Yeah, <laughs> you, you can't have eight overtimes. I think I think they just need to shorten the overtime and get everybody the ball. If it's ten minutes and you you know what I'm saying, you get the ball. Yeah. And just go and the playoffs go another ten minutes. Go another ten and, and the playoffs, playoffs win it. Yeah. And whoever's winning at the end of that, I like that. I like that. You just gotta, I mean, you got to have a winner to play also. Theoretically, just keep going. But if if, if everybody get the ball in the 10-minute quarter, then it's fair. Yeah. You're going to get at least a possession. You should. And right. if somebody got a 10-minute possession, then pass off to you. Right. All right. I admitted my wrongs. I think the ones. I think the one that made it to the Super Bowl that you didn't pick was the Rams, right? Yeah, I didn't pick the Rams. Yeah, I, had the, the Rams. I had the Saints. Right. That was a good game. It was a damn good game, man. I mean... What do you think about Sean Payton at the end? Do you think he doing all that whining because he fucked up and got pretty? Yeah, nobody give a fuck. First of all, Saints it wouldn't fans. matter, right? If he yeah. Saints fans, Saints fans, let me tell you. First of all, nobody cares. Nobody cares. As a former Dallas Cowboy fan who watched Dez Bryant catch that ball against the Green Bay Packers, no. Let me be the first to tell you, nobody cares. And wasn't that the Somewhere. craziest sequence? And isn't that the same thing? You, if you had a blown. That first, that first play, trying exactly. to make an interception, trying to be too. Cute. You finna come knock his, you finna come run through him like he did, exactly. and make the ref throw a flag at the yeah. ref, and the ref didn't throw the flag. That's on the ref, hey, man. You know what? I'm they were playing football. The Rams wouldn't play football on that play. And after watching that play a thousand times, I still can't say for certain that I would watch that play under review and then throw a flag. And that's what they're asking for. And we're not about to start doing that. How ridiculous is that? Come on now. We're not about to start reviewing plays that could have been a flag. Hey, that should have been a flag. Review that and see if we could throw a flag. I think way back when, that was the first, one of the first things they always said. I think that's why baseball hasn't brought it in is because that's part part of sports. It's not always fair. But to to make it an exact science, I think it's going to take some of the fun out of it. It's exactly. gonna take some of the fun of it, cause some of the look at look at the the tuck rule. Like some of that exactly. stuff is just so. And we wouldn't have the, we wouldn't have replay as it is if it wasn't for that. You know what I'm saying? So as Racer would say, that showbiz baby. Yeah, you we know go. what I mean? It's, it's, it's just how it is. You gotta you gotta you gotta bite that bullet for us. You know what I mean? So uh, Saints hold that L. Um, real quick, uh, quick preference. Uh, more, are you more excited about? Uh, Seth Curry in a three-point contest or Dennis Dennis uh, Smith Jr. in a dunk contest? For sure, Steph Curry. I mean, Seth Curry because I've seen him before. Uh-oh. Sorry, our kid's coming in. No, Jet. What's up? Mommy, get some music, robot. Okay. All right, man. We got to hold up. We got to take a Jet break, man. Yay! <laughs> too much, too much, too much. All right. Uh, back, back, back on what we just talking about. Um. You said, uh, you said Seth, you got Seth. Yeah, I got there. Seth. I mean, Dennis Smith Jr., he cool. He, cool. he, he a good dunker. This is a dunk contest. It's definitely it, it, lost its. Right. Yeah, I mean, definitely that. And I think the shooters have got a lot more personality than the dunkers right now. That's And that's true. I think of late, that's true. But I think Dennis Smith is here to revive the dunk contest. I think he needs to revive his career. Didn't he just get Man. back in the court? Man. Man, so they've been bitching me. They've been okay, okay. We're gonna get to that. Race your 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 uh your pick. 
I feel like. What are you more excited to see? I'm uh, not excited. Your to see birthday you. weekend. I'm not excited yeah. to see either one of them bums. Uh, and let me tell you why. Sorry, I don't mean to call them bums. Whoa. That's no shade. I, I don't mean to disrespect. They're not bums. But Seth Curry is obviously the little brother of Steph Curry, who's way better. So I want to oh, see Oh, so you saying you don't want the off-brand. I don't want the off-brand. Oh. And Dennis, you want the Cocoa Krispies, not Dennis, the Cocoa Rice, right? Exactly. <laughs> and Dennis Smith Jr., like, oh, shit. he just... I don't he know, like he just get on my nerves. So. Like, I, I was watching some of his highlights, and this dude is, is dunking in the middle of a game. <laughs> like, when you when he doesn't Down do that. Heart. Like, out there showboat like a peacock strutting his feathers, and it's like, if he would miss those dunks, like, as a coach, I got a problem. Like, he just does too much. And, as you guys already said, the dunk contest just isn't that exciting anymore. I mean, great, he can dunk. Um but I don't care, really. That kind of hurt my feelings. <laughs> you shit it on my whole question. Man, Dennis Smith Jr., you need to step your game up. That was a cry. That was harsh. <laughs> right. Like, trash? <laughs> that was harsh. Trash. Seth, I mean, you a little brother, so everybody will always think you trying to do something else. But. Man, I like Dennis Smith Jr.'s game, though. I feel like, yes, he, does, he is a little bit overly flashy. You know what I mean? I used to get, um, I used to get, uh, Nagged about that in baseball, playing baseball coming up. So I get it, you know what I mean? You really just want to see a guy put it in a hole. And if he does miss one of those dunks, then you're going to be on his head. But as athleticism, you know what I mean? As as, as athleticism stands, I think he bringing something really exciting to the dunk contest. Man. I think that kid got some talent. All right, that could be, he could put on a show, but I, I still think the three-point contest is going to be a little bit more exciting. I mean, to see Seth, and I think Steph has already agreed to the uh, three-point contest as well. Um, to see Seth and Steph go Steph go at it, yeah, I mean, shit. Yeah, who wouldn't want to see that? They, they, that's that's going to be crazy. I don't, I don't think we've ever seen brothers go at it in a three-point contest. We can fact-check me on that one, but I, I doubt we've seen so. anything like that. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that's going to be interesting. But Dennis Smith Jr., I, I, I feel like I, 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 I fucks with his imagination. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I I just think he he really gonna have something in store for us, like Zach Levine. Like like we're gonna really see something like that again. Not saying that we're going to see that dunk contest again, but you know what I mean. We are going to. It's possible. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. So while we're talking about Dennis Smith Jr., would you trade uh, Lonzo Ball for him or no? I heard him talking about that. No, I wouldn't do it. And why? Defense. Defense, defense, defense. Zoe is a 6'5 point guard who is very fast, very quick. Uh, LeBron has said cat-like, cat-like before. Um, when, when you hear uh, a superior player um, talk about somebody in that respect, I feel like you have to listen to it, and you have to listen to it with keen ears. Uh, Lonzo Ball is the first Laker point guard who could defend at a high level since probably Nick Van Exel. So, I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna stick with Zoe. I don't believe you trade Zoe for any, any much of anybody unless they're talking superstars. Um, so, I, I do like Dennis Smith Jr.'s game. If they did that trade, I think it would be exciting. But I think it would be the wrong move to make for a championship. So, you think Zoe is a superstar? I think yes. Or that he, he has the potential to become right. a superstar. I think his ceiling is way higher than Dennis Smith Jr. Reese, would okay. you agree? For sure. For sure, he's better. He's he's a better point guard. Right, right. He's a better. I don't, I don't think that's. The, I don't think you, you even take. If you are Lakers, you don't take that. You don't take that phone call. He's actually a better player anyway. Uh, he, Zoe averages more uh, rebounds and assists. Yeah. And I think Dennis Smith Jr. only has his average is only like two points higher as far uh, as points, and uh, so that's yeah. not worth it. It's not worth it. That's yeah. not a swap. Exactly, not a fair exchange. Yeah. Like Pac said, we don't need that fair exchange, bro. Fuck all that. So, oh, all right. So, let's okay. We're talking about talking about stats. Talking about non-swap. We're talking about stats. <laughs> we're talking about stats. Your boy James Harden has been on a tear lately. Put up sixty-one at MSG. Mm-hmm. I think the hype doesn't match the man. Now, I'm going to let you speak on this, Reese, because I know you kind of a Harden fan. You know what I mean? I, I just, I just, I just want to know where you at on Harden. Uh. I mean, he's unguardable. Unguardable. He get a lot of points at the free throw line. Uh, his shooting numbers 
leave a lot to be desired, but <laughs> like I, I don't know why you criticize him so hard. And he basically put up like Kobe had nights like that all the That's time. That's what I'm asking. So is he Kobe Jordan level? That's what they're saying. He's the best scorer since Jordan and Kobe. That's do you? That's what I mean by hype. When I say hype, see, see, when I say that, oh, LeBron. When I say that LeBron was overrated, you know what I mean. When I said that back in the day, I meant because they were comparing him to Jordan, and I did not think that he could put up Jordan numbers as in rings. This is okay. Now, when you compare Harden to Kobe and Jordan, I don't think that Harden is really putting up that type of clinic like Jordan. Like I'm talking about literally. Is he literally up there with Harden and Jordan? I mean, uh, Kobe and Jordan. Uh, yeah, I mean, as far as being a scorer, yeah. He probably one of the best to do it in this generation. But, like, you got to think about T-Mac. You got to think about AI. Like, it was goers prior to him. But you like his game? You already know how I feel about James Harden. You think he's trash? I don't think he's trash, but I think that he's figured out the system right. and he's, you know, using that to his, his advantage, which I can't really knock, but am I going to award him for that? No. Like, am I going to award you for finding the cheat code? No. <laughs> and it's a cheat and cheat code. Like, it really shouldn't be working on the refs, but that's another story for another day. Race your rebut. Uh, James Harden is the most elite scorer in the game right now. Because of free throws. Nah, I mean. Well, I can name three right now better than him. Almost four, man. Right, right now. Right now. No, nobody's having a better last thirty days. Listen, them. listen. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you talking about like, like who? Can I? Can Give I? Name. Can it just outside the box? Outside the box. Go ahead. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say Clay Thompson first because he scored forty four points in three quarters or forty seven some forty seven points. In three quarters with four dribbles, and most of all, no free throws. That is an elite score. Like that man could fall off the bed and hit a bucket any day. So I don't, I can't compare that to what James Harden is doing. James getting most of his points with no assists. So what's harder? That's true. So what's harder? What's harder? No James dribbles and no free throws. Exactly. No dribbles and no free throws is harder. I'm no, sorry. I mean, honestly. That's it's it's a lot easier for Clay to hit the jump shots than to do to, for James to do what he does. No way, James Harden is initiating contact. That's like that's a lot harder to get someone out of position, get them on your hip, and then go to the basket. Gotcha. No, it's not. It is. It's not. That's ask, ask people who I you think, start doing that on the playground. Nobody's playing with you no more. I think the other players okay. don't do who, it because who it's would not you respectable. Rather not saying they're they're both not challenging, but as far as being what. Clay is. He is not Rip Hamilton. He is not Ray Allen. He not Reggie Miller. Okay. He run around. He move around. But but Steph moves a lot more than Clay. Is he an easy guard in that comparison? Right. James is not an easy guard. Period. Point blank. James gonna give you buckets like Gilbert Arenas. He gonna give you buckets like T Mac. He gonna give you buckets like Kobe. He gonna give up. He gonna give you buckets. And if you can't guard him, he will give you forty five in his sleep. Okay. Now that was out of the box. That was my out of the box answer. But it's not about like better scores. Come on, KD, Steph Curry, Kyrie Irving. I'm not going to leave Kyrie out. I wasn't going to leave Kyrie out. I'm messing with Kyrie. At the same, I hear what you're saying. And they might be skilled ball handlers, skilled shooters. Yeah. But what I'm saying, James Harden is not only going to put up 45 and be a threat to score from anywhere on the court. The same way any of those dudes are, he going to have your whole team in foul trouble. Oh, okay, listen. Okay, here you here. might hate it watching it. It might be boring as hell. It's not but really he boring. put up buckets it's that really you can't even guard. Well, this is he this gets is. fifteen points that you that nobody he gets to sit there and take for free. Can I say this? Now, now you have you got to nod but your he head. Should have fifteen points. Now, if Shaq was a great free throw shooter, would you have talked about him the same way? No, no, you would have applied. They, him. No, they were bulldozing. Nobody is fouling James it, Harden. He's, yeah. he's actually fouling them, he's and the refs are calling it because they're out of position. No, listen, okay, let me, okay. I'm, I'm explaining it like this: if they're out of they're, he's the players that are fouling James Harden, nine times out of ten are out of position. The same way the dude was out of position in the, in the, in the Saints game. The Rams dude that got burned, he, he that was a penalty because he was not because he could. If he had all he had to do was turn his head, and that was a good solid play, right? Right. That's the same reason James Harden gets those fouls because those dudes are not moving their feet. 
They're going for his move. He's herky jerky. He's not a. He looks small. He looks compact. James Harden is six five, probably two fifty. That's a big dude. Mm-hmm. He's a big he about dude, 6'3", bro. 235. Okay. Okay. That's all I'm before. All right. All right, all right, all right. Okay. Let me let me let me respond to that. Let me respond to that. What you was doing with James Harden? It wasn't. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> anyway, no, no, no. It's it cool. be your own husband, no, Johnny. Cool. <laughs> you over there insinuating? No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, my reply to that, man. I think that James Harden, yes, he's he's getting these fouls. He's putting these people in position. But just like you were talking about the Rams, who that was in the playoffs, right? That's my issue. When James Harden gets to the playoffs, he disappears. We didn't have that problem with Kobe. We didn't have that problem with Jordan. He disappears because the refs swallow their whistle. Why? Because he's really not creating that much contact in a legal way. They're just, I feel like maybe the refs are a little bit lazier during the regular season. Like, he's literally out there. I saw him the other day about to create contact, and they blew the whistle. And granted, he did create contact afterwards. But I'm like, they're they being lazy. they assuming that that dude. How is that? How is that any different from Kobe taking somebody to the baseline, turning, pumping, getting okay. them up in the air? Come on, Kobe bro. Kobe was getting that hand one. Ah, come on, bro. Ass. Come on, bro. Man, I'm telling you, it's man, a, it's the same it's thing. You just difference. don't like the way he's cooking it. Well, okay. Well, can't, why can't he cook it like that in the playoffs? Because the talent pool is a lot smaller. Man, you, you getting you getting a, you getting a, a, a lot better defender, and especially he being in the West, so he's usually getting Kawhi. He's usually getting somebody of his ilk. He's not getting a bump. He's not going up against uh, Bradley Bill. All right. <laughs> Bradley Bill's no slouch on defense. Usually, Bradley Bill's no slouch on defense. But I've seen I've seen James Harden. Cook, he's cooked Clay Thompson for games in a row. I've seen him. I've seen him cook Clay and then disappear. Hey, disappear. Hey, hey, every time. Hey, every time. Though. I told you, Dallas Bulls is a lot smaller, but he's capable. I can't rank him up there with them dudes that's done it hey. in the finals. Like, come on, man. Nah, he, he ain't that's been to the finals. He, well, he been to the finals as a kid. He ain't been there as a grown-up. Six man, yeah. All right, man. I mean, all right, let's talk about... Let's, let's stall him out real quick. <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's, get, let's get a bit more serene. Uh, your boy Tiger, he's playing this week. Just made a cut. Um, man, you know what man. Tiger? I thought you was man, talking man, about man, right yeah. now. I thought you was talking about like the Kylie Jenner Tiger right now. Oh. Oh. We talking about Tiger, Tiger. We're not talking about the man who had the biggest comeback. The guy who made comeback in 2018. Yeah, I almost had to stop you right now. Like, like <laughs> something just told you about. Well, about right? Tiger Woods did about? have a great comeback, but. Homeboy hurting right now. He barely made the cut today. Yeah, I mean that's what he do. Okay, he so a, he got a rev his engine back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. All right, all right. So what you giving him this year? What's your number? I'm gonna give him two majors, bro. Two majors. You heard it here first in the garage. So if the over under is one. The over over under is one. Over under is one. Push. Over or under. Under for me. I think he's gonna come in second or third every time. I think he he'll get close. He did that last he's year. He's gonna do it again this year. He did that I, last I, I year. Think, I think he gonna. I think he'll get a a, a minor tournament and he'll, he'll get a major. I think he'll get two. I think he'll get two majors. I think he's he gonna get two majors. I think he'll get two majors. Well, you, you said two back tournaments. Back. <laughs> you think he back? Oh, he's back, back bro. Oh, nah. I think he's gonna get zero. Not unless he back out there at that. Uh, listen, Tiger is. <laughs> listen, you see these thirty. Look at thirty year olds now, right? And then look at thirty year olds thirty years ago. Look at Tiger at 40. You know what I mean? He is, he still looks like that specimen. I mean, Tom Brady, if, if you haven't learned anything from Tom Brady, learn that 40 is the new 30. Okay. I'm telling you. You putting dubs on it. I'm bringing Randy's donuts because that's what Tiger about to put up. And unless what? he's back eating that Perkins, then I don't think Tiger back. Bro. I mean, Tiger might be on some Royce, but who cares? No, Tiger ain't on Royce. He's a respectable dude. But seriously, I think he puts up two. Um, Two majors. I think he's going to grab a Masters because that's what he does. And then one other, maybe the British because he's been balling the British. That's one of my favorite ones to watch because it comes on like midnight. Um, and he always balls. It's exciting too. You'd be having like 2 a.m., 4 a.m. Like, man, why am I drinking this brew? But um, <laughs> if this pick is anything like your NFL picks. My you. NFL picks was trash for the Super Bowl. They usually are. I don't know why. I don't know why. Either I don't go with my heart and my teams make it, or I go with my or I go with my heart and my teams don't make it. Whatever. 
All right, all right, all right. Talking about speaking of which, let's segue into top three. Reese's top three, um, top three coaching personalities, uh, NFL, AFL, <laughs> <laughs> NBA, MLB. Are we doing all time? Yeah, all time, all time, all time. Any coaching, any, any coach, right? Any coach, any coach. But you about to pay? You about to pick it? You about to see? Uh, that was a good question. That was a good question. I like that. You you want to go first for, for that? Ladies first. I can go first. All right. Because you do a big dead. If you want to do it then Do a big Do dead. a big dead. A philosopher. <laughs> um, <clears throat> a philosophy, actually. So, my number three is Mike Tomlin. Oh. Uh, the Steelers. Yo to the bros. I like that. I fucks with that. I like him because for three reasons. One, because he looks like Omar Epps, and I always get a kick out of that when I see him on the sideline. Because <laughs> if you look too fast, you're like, what's Omar Epps doing at the game? He's got a gun. <laughs> so that's funny. Uh, number Shout two. Shout out Tyra Banks. He looked like he he'll, he'll look like he'll whoop somebody's ass. He like somebody's mean like step pops or something mm-hmm. on the on the on the sideline. Like those eyes, like just staring you down. Can I stop you real quick? I'm sorry to cut you off. What? I'm very sorry to cut you off. Uh, quick trivia: Where was his first coaching job at? Like professionally? No, he was a graduate assistant there. Uh, SC University of Cincinnati. Yeah. Oh, hmm. right. did not know that. <clears throat> And then uh, the third reason I like him is because he always has uh, like shady answers to questions. They're short and curt, and then he moves on. Yeah. He won't let you get a, a word in edgewise. He and says what he has to say and yeah. moves on. And he'll, but he'll look at you like, right. I'll beat your ass. <laughs> so what? Right. <laughs> uh, number two for me is Popovich. Pop. Greg yeah, Popovich. Pop for president, my guy, too. You see, Tooch. Uh, comment on the uh, pop uh, post, repost it. <laughs> uh, by the way, follow profans underscore sports. On Instagram, it's just dope. Um, we posted the pop shit, and then uh, Tooch, my guy Tooch, who, who works on political pa- campaigns, was like, "Man, pop and Beto would be a crazy ticket." Or uh, no, he said, "Pop, uh, pop and uh, Kamala." Hmm. I was like, "That would be a crazy." T-. We That'd win Texas. <laughs> I like Popovich because he knows his stuff. He's obviously a phenomenal coach, but then he also. Uses his platform to speak truth to power any chance he gets when they ask him questions. He always has a great answer to them, and I respect that. He just reminded me of that cool ass teacher that you had. Right. Yeah. Like you, it was always like one. No, you I fucking one. getting loaded at home. No. But he tell you one day, one day he just tell you, like, you're going to be something. Like, <laughs> you said it. That shit got to be true. Exactly. <laughs> Am I number one? Coach is none other than one Jahidi Hillsay Turner. Oh, you coached two little league baseball teams well, when, you, I when that. you didn't have skin in the game. You know, Jet wasn't old enough to play, and uh, I'm crying. I saw you basically take the bad news bears and <laughs> develop them into a formidable opponent for the rest of the league. So you watched you wear a bang on and you that. Right, <laughs> <laughs> well, that was all beware first. Uh, <laughs> You certainly are a character, so I'm gonna speak to that aspect of it. But what you did with those kids, and I, I saw I your passion I was, and everything. I, I thought, thought I, I held sweet. my emotions in for real. I thought I was really like not a character, trying to take the character out of it, just trying to get them knowledge because them kids were terrible <laughs> at baseball. It was they, like hardball. They turned into baseball players. Y'all were like hardball meets bad news. Like, it, was, it was great. <laughs> so those are my. Hey, we did used to get hella drunk and talk shit about. Hell yeah. <laughs> They were horrible. Hey, y'all, they were, they were y'all horrible. Y'all trash today, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it was the team y'all was playing because they was good. <laughs> <laughs> they were, they was that team that used to go watch the other teams play. Right. I was like, oh, we got to go now. Right. <laughs> Sorry, turn. But the next year. Y'all was we was balling the next year. We was balling the next year. It's all about growth. All about development. There we go. So that's my, my picks. Reese. All right, man. Uh, you can't back that up, bro. Nah, not, man. She has some dynamite picks, man. Honestly, I have to go with a. Uh, let's start off, man. I mean, these ain't currently coaching. Some of them not, but uh, right, right, no, no, dead or alive, bro. Yeah, but uh, Rick Pitino, he seemed like he would be a dope person to play for. Rick Pitino, cool. <laughs> all the fringe benefits that that. Came I'm about with. to say, it seemed like he worked for the mob, so <laughs> I'm sure. Oh. No, nah, but he he, he was uh, he's had he's had, he's had success. He won national championships. Um, 
had success multiple places uh, in college, built programs. Wait uh, a minute. The dude uh, from Louisville? Yeah. Ah. Yeah, sleazy. He's like, <laughs> from college a little bit of a sleazeball. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a sleazeball. He's definitely greasy. <laughs> and then, uh. Riz, you come with a slick back, bro. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm messing with and you. And then my uh, my second one, I think it's a, uh, it, it's kind of old time to try to act like it's Mike Singletary, man. I know his his range was uh, short. The Singletary has some culture. Hey, some of the dope, some of the dope sound bites. Hey, they did not give that man a with, chance. Yeah, can't like, win with it. <laughs> <laughs> that was some good. And he, and he was the Bobby Knight. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure, absolutely. <laughs> they walked his ass up out of here after he yeah. rocked his pants. I really Vernon didn't need this much. Hey, Vernon Davis was he was, <laughs> he was appalled. He said that man dropped his pants on me. <laughs> <laughs> Did he? I didn't know that. That, that was all the same day, bro. Uh, that was a classic day of 49 I'm not even 49 er fan. Uh, you know you're a cowboy fan, but bro. Ex cowboy fan. Ex cowboy fan. Go yeah, It's going to take you a year to watch that. LA, homie. It's going to take you a whole year to watch that. It was racist. I take 10 shots. It's going to take you a year to get that off. I take 10 shots. yeah, that all happened on the same day. He kicked Vernon Davis off, went in the room, and dropped his pants and told me he had no balls, bro. That's dope. Nah, that's a little Reese insider. That's dope. That's dope. <laughs> oh man, my number one is uh, I actually got two number ones. I got John Madden, Hubie you, Brown. You man. watch too much. You listen to too much Keyshawn. Oh, Keyshawn be doing that. I got two number tens. Oh yeah. What was your first number one? Madden, Madden, and uh, Madden, Madden, Madden okay. and Hubie Brown. Because it's no, I've never. Oh, heard. that's pretty cool. The two knowledgeable dudes um, who've had success on. On, on the field, on, right, the, on the on court, the court, on the side. I mean, and as far as being on the sideline and then stepping behind the mic, and then yeah. are legendary, yeah. are just legendary. So, those those are kind of my best uh, coaching personalities. I'm probably leaving some people out. She said pops. So I don't. I don't think right. we need to rain too much. Phil is. Uh, you know, he he kind of the Zen master. I think I mean, this might be my man. best top three. I might have to post this, this in like four parts. Probably, man, because it's a whole man. conversation. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, exactly. Go ahead and, and, and lay it on this, man. All right, my uh, my top three. My honorable mention. Listen, man. Doo, 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 doo. Like, bro, this is man, Ohio State, man. I'm giving y'all props here. <laughs> Woody Hayes, man. And the reason why is um, growing up, I'll never forget the quote. The first time I heard it, I was young as hell. And um, they said he was beating the hell out of Michigan. And uh, he went for two. And I don't think they got it. But um, in, in the locker room, the reporters asked him, why'd you go for two? And he said, because I couldn't go for three. And I think that's the most legendary that's shit. What you supposed to do when you play somebody you hate. Exactly. <laughs> that's, what I, that's how I want my coach. That's how I want my football, my players, yeah. everything. Everything about That's how I want it. No, this is, that's not. What? That's not respect. Like, what? What did you say in the interview? You gotta run through a motherfucking face. Yeah. <laughs> do it again, bro. I love that. I heard that. Like, that set the tone for Dorset High School. Like, yeah. <laughs> couldn't fucking go for three. That's why we went for two. Oh my god! Love it. So barbaric. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, Bill Belichick, because his sound sound bites is crazy. Oh yeah. I can't stand Bill Belichick, but let me hear your reasons. Um, just I love how he gives you nothing. And he got the same wardrobe as him. Who me? Yeah, I never <laughs> seen wardrobe as Bill Belichick. That's fucked up. That's <laughs> but he's sponsored by like Nike, so I'll take yeah. it. <laughs> Checks like, over stripes? Yeah, yeah, bro. Checks over stripes. I know a couple people that roll with the stripes, but listen. No. I like Belichick. I like the wardrobe. I wish I could wear sweats every day. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> the the sound bites are incredible. I like the fact that he gives you nothing in the post game interview because I feel like a coach should never give up his strategy and even talk even talking about your strategy a little bit. It's just, it's just. You don't hate that he don't. I mean, he 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 Popovich it out even at the, after the Super Bowl. He back to business because I gotta because I gotta go win another he, he one is, next year. He is like I gotta that, go win he, another he, one he, next year. He, he's well, that Lombardi that that gener- like he the ultimate football coach right now. Why does he that. get the pass in the media, not from you necessarily? And Marshawn Lynch does not. No, nah, Lynch, Lynch is loved in the media. I don't think he he know, he's right not now. loved in the media. I mean, I think the people love him. I think the people love him, but he's a frustrating. 
person to interview because he doesn't really answer your they, questions. They was mad at first, but they kind of get it now. He, he, yeah, he wasn't willing to play the game on their terms. I've read a lot of stink pieces about him, and right. I feel like he doesn't but get it was as all, much it was, all, it was all hearsay. It wasn't nothing. You know what I'm saying? Substantial. He ended up being, he had TV shows and all kind of stuff. Yeah. It, it, you know what I'm saying? You're right. It, it didn't matter up. at the end of the day. Exactly. Because yeah. the, the people who got to know him, you know yeah. what I'm saying? He, he talked to them. He, was, he, he just wasn't going to talk for anybody else's benefit. He... Go ahead. He he a real Oakland dude. <laughs> yeah. Pro black, yeah. black power the whole nine. He yeah. wasn't getting talked to by no <laughs> nobody. He didn't want to talk to about. <laughs> right. about. Shout, shout out to Marcus Peters. No matter what reset. Oakland, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. I think he's from West Oakland, but still. Oh, see, <laughs> you was a hey. I hope he get MVP now. <laughs> <laughs> I play with you, Marcus. Don't show up at my door. <laughs> No, no, I heard you was talking, homie. <laughs> nah, um, number two, I got number two, um, Mark Jackson, because he'll give you a sermon at halftime. Yeah. Mark, you know Mark, I mean? no, I, I fuck with Mark Jackson, uh, the original creator of the Golden State Warriors. Man. Um, the the original uh, mama, there goes that man. Um, hand down man. Hand down, down, that is my favorite down. one. Right, he's great behind, like you say, he's great behind the mic. He's great and he's even more better in the huddle. Um, yeah, he got that John Madden, Hubie Brown going with exactly. him. Where he's, he's been through it all. There's not too much he hasn't seen. I just can't wait to see what he does next. I'm excited for him, but I'm actually disappointed in his recent position. I don't like him behind the mic that I don't much. like him behind the mic I don't really long. like him behind it. I don't like him behind the mic this long. I feel like now they're kind of making him like out to be like, you know what I mean, Chuck and John. Exactly, like, exactly. Like, I want to see I want to see my guy exactly. do what he does best, which is coach. I don't like how the NBA did him. I don't like how the Warriors did him. I, I, like, I don't like how people attribute all the success to Steve Kerr when it was. it's very clearly because of the oh, team definitely. that he built. Definitely. And so that burns my... He's being blackballed, and it's not to get you off, but yeah. the, the, in the same sense as Ka- Kaepernick, he's just not boisterous about it because he still <laughs> wants to stick in the industry. And, and I can respect that if he was, but no. some of the statements he makes are too shuck and jivey. Like, too push. much. I, I can't. Uh, I don't know. Not to even break off this on your, on your top three like that, but like... <laughs> no, dude, go in, gotta, man. As, go in. As, as black dudes, we got to stop. Like, as black people, we got to stop giving people a pass for that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because if, if I want to be a black dude and all I want to do is go to school and be a scholar and all that like I gotta stand up for that I can't let yeah. no black dude that and Mark Jackson he he got ran out of the Golden State for his re- religious beliefs mm-hmm. and I didn't know if, that if you if you, if you wanna oh, okay. if you if you, if you know what I'm saying he, he needs to me he needs to, if that's if that's who you are, that's what you stand stand yeah. up for. Don't yep. don't play that game trying to get back in. Stand up and do what you don't right. be be yourself. Better yourself. I think I think black people are in the era of betting on themselves and, and I think he held back. I think yeah, he, he exactly. got money in his pocket. That's what I mean. I'm I am i am excited to see like he's obviously a, a, a gene like not maybe not a genius, but he's very smart, very good at what he he's doing. He's got a lot of potential when he's a lot of potential and he's not using it. Yeah, so. exactly. So stop being so cautious, Mark. Yeah, I want to see there. him. Take a yeah, risk. exactly. I feel it. I feel it. That's why he's my number two. <laughs> <laughs> man. But um, because I mean, I mean, when you look into the man himself, it's a bit, it's a deeper conversation. But um, number one, uh, the one and only Zen Master, Phil Jackson. Uh, I don't think anybody's ever done it like him in our lifetime. Great um, coach, great mm-hmm. coach. I mean, uh, kind of a dick, but a great coach. Uh, I, think, <laughs> I think how great he is. Is I mean, man, this is so many things you can talk about. He told Michael Jordan, "Look, man, this is my last year." And Michael Jordan said, if it's your last year, it's my last year. And they really t- retired together. You know what I mean? He was that important. He was that smart. Michael Jordan believed in him that much. Um, I think uh, one of the telling signs is ESPN's coming out. They, they're already starting to um, to promo for a uh, Bulls that last season, the last dance. That's what Bill, Phil Jackson historically called it, uh, the last dance. They're already starting to prom- promo for it and it's like a 20 part series or a 10 part series something, something crazy like that and the first part doesn't air until December you know what I mean and then they're going to do like seasons like not even going to be over to like 2022 or something like that or 2020 so um uh shouts to Phil Jackson still making an impact on the game still having Laker fans look around like are you coming back like that great you know what I mean like I don't think I don't, I don't know if we've seen a greater coach in our time, more accomplished and more more pugged. More accomplished? Nah, we haven't seen one. We haven't seen one, but uh, 
But Phil Phil is a dope, dope, dope choice. You can't really take nothing from him. Um, he did take the Bulls out. The only person to ever do that. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah, that's that. <laughs> he took the Bulls out. Because they could have won four on y'all plug yeah. asses. You yeah. know what I mean? That would have been dope. So I, I, I really I really respect. I knew like, that was going to be your number one. Of course. I know. like Phil. I, I love him. I love his um, coaching style, and he's very accomplished. But... Something about his personality is off-putting to me personally, and I think it's that he's so tall and big, but oh, so nice. calm. Yeah. Like he's definitely a gentle giant, but I feel he like nice. at any moment—I mean, maybe not now in his old age, but as a <coughs> when he was a little bit younger—and like because he's so like, oh, I'm so calm and I don't really get excited. That's scary to me though because he's so big. Right. I don't know something off-putting about his personality to me, but I agree that his coaching is you know a match. So. Yeah. The gentle giant. Good. The gentle giant is in master. I'm not gonna ask you a question. You finna give me a book, bro. Like that's not gonna happen. That's that's real thing. That's real. That's real. No, for real. Like you, you've heard, you've heard one too many stories about people asking, feel the question. He's like. Read this. <laughs> like, how did you even how did it reach you, bro? <laughs> right. Man, I love that shit, man. I, I need to start meditating. They said he closed off practice to all the reporters, like cut the curtains down on the Bulls when he first got to up. To me, that's, that's a real coach. That's dope. Like, a, a, yeah. coach is, a coach is going to have an impact on your life, not just your playing style or your your game or your time with me will impact your life. Exactly. You, exactly. Spend, you spend so much time with it, usually, like, exactly. you know, like, like you said, look at Phil and Jordan. Feeling magic, feeling shy. They've all, even if they went head to head, they've all come back around full circle. Like you know, that dude taught me a lot. I wouldn't right. have got it to where you know. So, so you got to give it. Right. You got to give it up to it. Put yep. your kids in sports, everybody. Yeah, we're gonna, we gonna go deeper yeah. into that. We got to get deeper into the kids' sports soon, too, man. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that's my uh, ultimate goal is to educate people on um, how to get your kids in sports and what to do when your kids are in sports. And the sports. benefits of putting and, your kids yeah, in sports. Exactly. All that. Boys all that. and girls, all FYI. That, all that, all that. Please keep it going. Um, so, so um, with that being said, uh, sports is about to come to, a, uh, I think, the gasp. You know what I mean? The, I think this is one of the, the times of sports where we uh, where we look around and we're like, what are we going to watch now? Because after the Super Bowl, is there's no more football. Basketball is still in the low. Like, what are you most looking forward to? What do you cling to? For sports in this time of drought, uh, I in, think in the fe- late late February post Super Bowl drop. Post Super Bowl, I think Super Bowl is is kind of like Christmas for college basketball. I think it's kind of the coming, yeah, the coming out. I was saying that because you you starting to wrap up conference <coughs> play, conference tournament starting. It, I think it's starting. To, it's the beginning of March Madness. It's starting to start starting to smell like March. Love's right. in the air. So I think March Madness. It, it, I mean. Look at the title. It, rule, it rules that time of year. It kind of gets us through that, that dry spell where it's only golf, baseball kicking up. Like, it's just dry, really, after the after Super Bowl. Foot, I mean, basketball's in that kind of limbo where you it might be a trade or two and teams are trying to adjust. So, it's not mm-hmm. it's not, it's nothing exciting going on. So, March Madness is kind of kind of where I lean to. March Madness, so this is when you get into college? Oh. Yeah, yeah. This, this is where I'm fully going to tune in and, and catch the Zion fully and see what that dude team is about. And I'm going to look at Michigan and see what they're looking like. And just, just really tune into college basketball because there's nothing else to do. Yep. All right. I feel like I'll pay attention to a little bit of college basketball, but I, I do like to keep up with uh, with baseball and see what they're doing, the trades that, that are going on. Because Bryce Harper's still that. out there. Yeah. Bryce Harper's still out there. Dodgers just signed Pollock, which was what? So. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. But I mostly I'm looking forward to kind of refocusing my – my vision towards my uh, New Year's goals that I set for myself right now is a great time to get back into the <laughs> really though recalibrate. It's nothing sports related, really that yeah, exciting. Yeah. So it's a lot of leaving. Revisit, going on yeah. Right now. Great time to give up brew. Revisit those uh, <laughs> workout pick it up. goals. <laughs> pick it up. <laughs> if, your, if your football season is going to be right. <laughs> Patriots fans, get yeah, ready. Go ahead. <laughs> For me, um, it's a, it's a mixture of everything. Like, um, so for me, it's gonna be it's gonna go like this. Yes, I'm a, I'm a, I'm about to be on baseball tough. Who the hell is picking up who? And then March Madness for me don't start till the tournaments start, uh, championship tournaments. That's when I really get into college basketball. Honestly, like I watch it here and there now. I watch Cincinnati. I watch Duke, North Duke, North Carolina play. I watch that, but you know what I mean uh, until. Until the tournaments, I'm not really messing with it. 
Um, you can watch the rivalry games and shit like exactly. that. Exactly. Right. Um, what I really Definitely get no it, Villanova. Right. No Nova. Because <laughs> Nova's tried. Nah. Shout out Adi. Um, one thing I really get to get into in um, May, April is college baseball and college softball. Now, college softball, I want you to give it a chance mm-hmm. this year, Reese. Yeah. No, I've been Trust watching me. that. My my my, uh, my high school basketball coach was big on, on on that. So that my first time ever watching the World College World Series was at a basketball tournament on the weekend between games. So, like, he exposed me to a lot of track and field. We watched uh-huh. that, the Oregon Relay, all kinds of stuff yep, like that. Yep, I watched yep. my college. So track and like, field is very, I, very, I don't, very interesting. It's something I would like to go to. I, don't, I can't really uh, watch it on TV. I, I'm just I'm not a baseball listen, on TV listen, dude. Listen, listen to this. Try softball on TV. I have. Try I'll, the I'll softball tournament. I'd rather go, bro. No, the softball tournament. It'd be like 15, 14, bro. Mm-hmm. Seven innings. And I'd rather be there. Yeah, true. I, to me, baseball is better in person, like hockey, like oh, soccer, sure. stuff, some, something like that. And it might just be cultural. It might be mm. because it's it's better to take in. It's, it's less distractions when you're sitting in there right. in person. But like just from my experience, like I en- I I thoroughly enjoy going to baseball games. But yeah. watching one, I gotta have some weed. I gotta have some beer. <laughs> there gotta be some people I like around. Like it needs too many extras. I can't just turn on the base. I'm not an avid baseball fan like that. I can't do it. You're breaking my heart. And hot, hockey is not even interested in person unless they fighting. My very first uh, hockey game was in Chicago, Blackhawks game. I went with the, the firm I was working with at the time. When I walked in the door, as soon as I walked in with a fight on the ring, I'm like, yes, this is yeah, going to be a good yeah, night. Yeah, throw them on, <laughs> throw them ass, guys. You're going to throw them, throw them. Um, uh, let's wrap this up. Um, we got a uh, two-minute warning coming up. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> the two-minute warning today is brought to you by none other than Ja Rule. Ja Rule. Brought to you by Kamatsuye. <laughs> and, and show cigarellos. <laughs> By Ja Rule, so Jahi and I watched the uh, Fire Festival documentary yesterday hey, on Netflix. That, <laughs> that was some deep. That was crazy. Hey, why people get away with all Hey, murder. Hey, nobody me... around. Nobody told that man no. Uh, One dude was willing to man, suck dick. Calm down. Calm hey, down. that was race the first beat. Yeah. Get like a... a, like a uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got the bleep racer, man. <laughs> Bro, your two minutes hasn't even started I yet. That might be the first. Oh, wait, you know what? I did call Phil Jackson the dick like three minutes ago. So I said the president. That was a real life no. reference on the show, bro. We have to for sure bleep that. Oh, oh, oh God. <laughs> like, that was crazy. Hey, you should see her face right now. Oh, <laughs> she is really mad that that dude was out here sucking dick for Jaru <laughs> Festival. Oh, I mean, my thing, but what I told Jaru last night, women have done that for centuries. Like, oh, oh man. man. You do what you need to do to get things done. Hey, it's 2019. It's not a new concept. Is, huh? It's hey, not a new concept. We're getting rejected by iTunes again. This <laughs> Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> it's not a new concept. Anyway, <laughs> I found like the I I don't think that his idea was bad. He had a great idea. He just had very, very, very poor execution. I thought you was for a second. I and his getaway was poor. He was good at collecting the money. He couldn't get away fast enough. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> The guy, what was his name, McFarland? Let's talk about this dude. All right, uh, no, we moved on from Andy, okay? McFarland. McFarland had a great idea to throw a festival in the Bahamas. You know, we went to Jamaica last year. It was beautiful. Like, that environment is very nice. Mm -hmm. To throw a festival there, you know, to have people on the beach, that would have been super dope. What he messed up at is marketing as a luxury festival. First of all, if he would have just said, we're having a festival... Bring your tents. We might have some tents out here. Whatever. People would have still come. But he had to throw a luxury label on it. And second, he did not hire the right people he needed to pull it off. 
Like, there was no actual event planners and, and no people who were willing to tell him no. The greatest downfall of a lot of men is having too many yes men around. Like, I don't care. Somebody needed to keep it real with him. The only people I feel bad for are the Bahamians who are on the island. Bohemians. I think the people... Bohemians. Bohem- Bohemians? Yeah. Oh, excuse Let's me. not be... Uh... Right. Country racist. Right, excuse me. I'm, I'm, from, the, I'm from the United yeah, States. I guess they're Bohemian. That yeah. is a race, right? Yeah. We're from the United States. We kind of ignorant to other cultures. I mean, because we black here. We ain't even a race. We right. color. Right. But uh, I also kind of, I think the, the platform, the digital platform they had right. was a good idea. The, the idea that you could book a celebrity for events. Early. I, I thought that was good. And so, and I think that team, they said they were kept separate. So I think like, I don't feel bad for them, but I, I kind of do. But the people I feel are the worst. That part, that, like that part of it was kind of fascinating to me. Like, yeah. they had that. They had like that kind of. Let me let me let me cut in and say this real quick. I think that it was a dope idea, and I think that y'all should get ready for Fire Twenty Twenty in Inglewood because I'm getting that shit started. No, luxury not. luxury festival. We're just gonna be right by the forum in the stadium. We doing all this shit just like they did uh, from our Dodger Stadium. We are gonna do it in Inglewood. Come to the hood, y'all. Um, like oh. Easter Ray's Inglewood Festival. Yeah, but that, was that still t- hasn't come to fruition yet. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you don't know, go yeah. sit in line for that. She party did that block. Me. She did that block party though. She tried. No, she, she did a block party. She did a block party in Inglewood. We wasn't here. It was on Market uh, Street. We're trying to tell you. Oh. It's a damn like Oh, oh, oh! Speaking of stuff, speaking of Bahamas, <laughs> speaking of over. But speaking of the Bahamas, no, uh, one more trivia: uh, most famous NBA Bohemian uh, player, Michael Thompson. Or uh, there you go. Yeah, right. You, you, Clay Thompson. Does. There you go. There you go. Who? Clay, Clay Thompson's dad. Clay Thompson is not Bohemian. Yes, he is. He was born over there. Yeah, I believe so. Man, JT always thinking of these fake facts at the end know. of the show. He don't know. His dad, he's Bohemian. Even if he isn't born over, his dad is Bohemian. Man, I'm Reese. Yeah, I'm hey. JT. Mason. Hey, thanks for watching the garage. Oh, hey, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>